0: Please be aware this episode may contain information not suitable for children. There may be depictions of murder, sexual content, and foul language. Parental discretion is advised.
1: Welcome back to Wickedness. I'm Matt.
0: And I'm Lenny, and we're so glad you guys keep listening. We hope you're enjoying our podcast so far. We're having fun creating the weekly episodes for you. I think Matt's learning a lot. I don't think he was really into true crime like I am and until now, and he's he's learning some stuff. So it's been an adventure.
1: No, it's good. I think it's neat just to uh, read up on these stories, and you do learn some things. You learn, you learn different things about legal precedents, and just... Uh, how these stories unfolded, and and some of these stories, you know, you've heard before, but you're reminded of them, or you really get to kind of dive deep into them and and figure out some more about it. Things that you never knew, and you're like, it's just the wow factor. Yep,
0: yep, and and a lot, (laughs) most of these stories do end up having a wow factor, because you hear it on the news, but it's always a summary. It's so-and-so killed so-and-so the other day, but you don't know the details, and until you start, like, reading a paper, or... Reading a book someone wrote, you know, or even some of the case files themselves, which are really interesting. You get the details, and it either is going to give you nightmares, make you lock your doors a little tighter, you know, get some extra mind bolt locks.
1: <laughs> oh. You know,
0: like you're gonna you're gonna change in some way. And I just yeah. I love this stuff. I I really do love it.
1: Well, when you said details uh, there, it made me think of the devils in the details, right? And then it's it's. It's true, because it is. It's horrible. It's the devil. It's 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 bad. It's oh, evil. yeah, yeah. You know, totally. and all the details and things that come out from these these different stories. It's you find out, you know, just how bad. But then there's some goodness in folks and the things that they've done to try to, you know, fight for, uh, for you know, like I guess like the West Memphis Three is what I'm trying to say. Like so, they had that group that oh, was yeah. put together.
0: The free the what? The yes, people? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. They they created that website. They reached out to the guys in prison. They started an effort in getting it, um, the case investigated by uh, unbiased people. Mm-hmm. You know, to try and figure out who actually killed those little boys and and get them free. You know, they really started the ball rolling. It's well, and really I won't, cool. I
1: won't, you know, put the cat out of the bag. Uh, If you will, but like the case that you're working on right now, there was a law that came in effect because of this case.
0: Yeah, unfortunately, we have some horrible stuff that happens, but good things come from them, you know. Um, And yeah, I don't want to let the cat out of the bag either on what I'm currently working on, but it's you know, good things do come from bad. So we have to we have to have these bad things happen Mm -hmm. in order to get those good things because we don't know how to be cautious Mm -hmm. until someone. Does something to us that makes us say, "Crap! Now I need to do this." You
1: know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, in so, speaking of good things, <laughs> hey everybody, welcome back to Wickedness. <laughs>
0: Today, oh part? sorry.
1: <laughs> Today's feel good fun story is about Philip Markoff or the Craigslist Killer. And I remember hearing about this years years ago. Uh, I guess it wasn't so long ago, but it it, no, it, it feels it's, like a long time it, ago. Felt,
0: but it really wasn't. It's been a
1: while. You know, and the two with all the with the internet, with social media, uh, all of its nuances and the things, that, and capabilities, and technology, and how we can reach anybody from anywhere and everywhere, and the things that it has brought to light uh, its new it's a new age killing, if you will.
0: Yeah, yeah, it is a new way to kill.
1: Uh, or it's it's a different way to to find your. Your next victim. I was going to say customer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Call it what you want. <laughs> yeah.
1: Who knows? Who knows?
0: Yeah.
1: All right. So, yeah, we're going to talk about Philip Markoff again uh, as the Craigslist killer. Now, Craigslist is so popular, as many of you know, or all of you know, you can find everything on Craigslist from weight loss solutions to jobs and everything in between. You know, you're looking for a vehicle to buy. They even have stuff, a uh, uh, section free, where you can just find free things.
0: Well, and back when all of this was happening, you were even able to find some partner to hook up with, you know. Some if you didn't want to go to the street corner and find the ladies, you could yeah. do it on Craigslist. was
1: like, you know, it was a little dark ages before Tinder. Right. I guess. <laughs> Whatever that is. Okay, I've used Craigslist to purchase things, to buy things, to sell some stuff. I think the last thing I did, I had some had some weights, you know, you have all these great ideas of how you're going to start working out and build up that <laughs> home gym. And then you, you do it for like a week or two, maybe a few months. And yeah. then it just kind of sits there and doesn't get the use that it needs. And I was, luckily, I was glad to give it to some, some parents that were getting it for their son's birthday. So I remember it was good weights. It was, it was nice. It was decent stuff. So I've uh, definitely used Craigslist before I've gone out there looking for different things.
0: Yeah, but you can meet some shady characters. How about
1: you? Have you done anything on
0: Craigslist? I've done job
1: searches. Job searches? Job
0: searches, yeah. Hmm. You can find jobs on Craigslist.
1: Yeah, that, and that seems odd to me a little bit. I don't <laughs> know why. I guess because it's a it's, it's like the online Walmart. It's and like and a more. Walmart. And like,
0: but you know how newspapers, they have want ads? And yeah. that when is. you got the weekly Everyone got the weekly and You look at the classifieds. Yeah. So Craigslist has just replaced
1: the newspaper. Okay.
0: So, yeah, you can find jobs there. You can find anything on
1: Craigslist. Well, I guess the big thing is, is to, if you're going to look to buy some things from Craigslist, what are some things you don't want to do?
0: Oh, I have a, I have a list.
1: Give me the list. Okay,
0: so the, the list for things you don't want to do when you have to, when, okay, so like you go to Craigslist and you're like, oh, let me see that weight set, you know, and you know you're going to have to go meet some shady characters or possibly... People you don't know, okay. So number one, never go alone. Always take a, always take a wingman slash witness slash safety in numbers. You know, going alone invites trouble. So just don't go, don't by, go yourself. by yourself.
1: Don't go by yourself. Yeah. Sure.
0: Two, never go inside someone's home, hotel room, car, etc. You don't know them. Don't don't go in. The, if they can bring the items to you in a public place, that's what you do. But if they're insistent that you meet them in their house, or in some abandoned parking lot, or something. Not only do you not go alone; you take someone. Reiterate num- rule number one, but rule number two: you have them bring it outside to you. Yeah, because that bring just it to Sounds
1: you. funky. Okay, going in someone's home if you have somebody with you. I'm not as skeptical about that, but when you say hotel room, that that's weird.
0: Craigslist has some weird, shady characters. That's like, weird. That's. I mean, yes, but it's. I don't care where they're. Oh, I'm on a business trip. I've got this iPad that I'm getting rid of, though. So meet me at Ramada Inn. And you do because you want this damn iPad. So don't go in their room. Meet them in the lobby. Yeah. With your friends. Public places. So, and then three, treat everyone Mm -hmm. like they're crazy and can't be (laughs) trusted. Like, you, again, you don't know them. And (laughs) this will keep you on your toes and make you pay attention if you need to fight somebody. Don't trust anyone. No one's your friend. Seriously, there's several cases where someone advertised to sell something online and then someone was attacked, robbed, killed, not just by the Craigslist killer.
1: There's probably been many, right? Yes,
0: there are tons. It's really scary when you think about it because the convenience of posting something online to get rid of it and posting that you need something and people offering it, it's unmatched in today's world. Like that's, we work, we're busy, it's fast paced. We need that convenience. So Craigslist provides that. So people are going to do it. But do it with some caution. You know, we can't assume that everyone's friendly or has the best intentions. So we have to stay on guard to keep ourselves safe. There was, like, okay, so there was an actual study done that shows that since 2009, there were like, uh, 58 murderers and 45 murder victims linked to Craigslist. Wow. So Philip Markov was just one of the first ones to be coined the Craigslist killer. You know, and we, we can list we'll the others at them. the end of okay. the show. Give me time to find them or whatever again, but. Seriously, it's insane.
1: That is wild.
0: Yeah, it's not safe.
1: And Don't you just wonder, insane? like, not only Craigslist, but what other, how many other social media type avenues where folks have, you know, just been victim of something. Not even maybe just murder, I'm assault, sure
0: it's robbed, whatever. I'm sure there's there every platform has mm-hmm. had some kind of everybody somebody's trying to take it,
1: right? yeah take advantage yeah of folks.
0: So there's
1: those. Good job. Yeah, i will yeah. make sure to follow those. <laughs> All right, so let's dive into this craziness. Philip Markoff was born on February 12, 1986, and he grew up in Sherrill, New York. He was extremely intelligent. He was highly involved in the student groups in high school to include the bowling team, youth court, and history club, and he was a member of the National Honor Society as well. Friends and family described him as being nice, polite, uh, well-behaved, respectful, and just having a good sense of humor about himself. And his parents were divorced and remarried, but uh, were described as being involved with him, a good co parenting, you know, lots of involvement with him, and then he also had a brother. Uh neighbors said family was uh, said the family was quiet, they pretty much kept to themselves. And then Philip wasn't described as popular in school, but he was academically intelligent and kind of seeing some of the pictures of him. I mean he was a good looking guy, I think, right?
0: Well, he was like the type, but he I mean he wasn't he wasn't ugly. No. Like he wasn't one of those guys that you're just like, Oh, stay away from him, he'd probably stay BO, that kind of stuff. But yeah. no, he, he looked he looked he, decent. He looked clean, yeah. he looked fine, you know, just not not my type, not again. Sure. But you yeah. know. Not I mean, someone what someone is, liked what him. What is your type? You are baby.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Darling.
0: Hambone. <laughs> Chippy. <laughs> 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 All
1: right, let's get back to this Craigslist killer. Okay. All right, he was a pre-med uh, at the state school in New York, Albany's campus. He volunteered his time at the Albany Medical Center Hospital in the emergency room. In his free time, he liked playing poker and was reportedly a sore loser and he was probably I think he was a he was pretty good at it, decently, you would think, but then at the same time, we'll kind of go through here and you'd probably think otherwise, um, that he wasn't so great.
0: I don't know. Uh, he's, probably, he's probably probably he, just irresponsible. Irresponsible. That's, yeah, that's what that's, I would
1: go with. That's probably a better uh, way to put it, but Philip graduated with his bachelor's in biology in only three years and was accepted at Boston University School of Medicine. Before that, in 2005, he met his future fiance, Megan McAllister, while they were both volunteering at the hospital. And when they met, Megan, who was a couple years older than Philip, asked him on a date. And three years later, uh, ta da! He proposed uh, to her on a beach in 2008.
0: That's really
1: cliche. On a beach. On a beach.
0: You you proposed to me on a bridge. Do you remember that? Uh huh. Over water at the lake. Over water,
1: yeah. It's <laughs> beautiful. It was gorgeous. i telling you.
0: With your whole, do I really have to? I get was on trying Lenny? to pull
1: the sunflower because my wife, <laughs> uh, Miss Lenny here, her favorite flower is a sunflower, and you know they're pretty tough to uh, get off the funny. stalk. You, you know? didn't
0: know that though when you tried I to pull that. I didn't think they flower. were going to be that
1: difficult. So it was not easy at all anyway. He
0: struggled. Yeah,
1: it was. So, uh, again, he proposed on the beach and then they both attended the same university as pre-med students, but Megan didn't get into the medical schools that she wanted to, so she moved with Philip to Boston, putting her plans on hold to be with him. I mean, the relationship seemed to be going really well. And, you know, when love, love's in the air, you know. Well,
0: think about it. Like, yes, yeah, she went to the, to the same university in New York, and she was pre-med also. Mm-hmm. But you're about to marry a guy who's going to be a doctor. Yeah. You're you're fine. You're mm-hmm. good to go to set your plans aside for a little while. Because right. maybe once he becomes a doctor, you can go to med school.
1: You or know? you just get – or she's thinking, How oh, I'll get set up and then let him get going, and then I'll – Reapply or do right. whatever I need to do.
0: Right, because they didn't say that she put them to the side altogether. No. She just put them on hold, which is totally fine. But uh, I mean, why wouldn't you if if you're if you're going to marry this guy and mm-hmm. he's going to be set, like you're yeah. you're going to be fine.
1: Yeah, you're not you're not going to be hurt. No. Well, so,
0: she thought anyway. <laughs> true.
1: While Megan uh, planned the wedding, Philip attended medical school and frequented casinos, building up 130k in student loan and gambling debt. That's why I was kind of saying he wasn't that good, but you win and lose, you know, in gambling. Right. And then, like you said, probably he's very irresponsible about it.
0: Most likely irresponsible, yeah. And... You're a student, a med student, which means you're not working. So your oh, only yeah. income is probably your student, student loans, loans
1: if, if not what you get from so what are family. You, or,
0: yeah, so what are you actually gambling on? Your student loans credit money? cards and taking like, money yeah, out student Yeah, exactly. So you're just racking the, oh yeah, up debt.
1: Big time. So they had a set wedding date for August 14, 2009. In New Jersey.
0: New Jersey? Is that how you, New Jersey? New I don't Jersey. Know. I'm, not, I'm from Oklahoma, I so I probably shouldn't I'm ruin Tejas. So it's, <laughs> I, I can't know. do it. Everybody gets to hear
1: my great accent every <laughs> week. So all in all, it seemed like Philip has the perfect life. Really, uh, he was attending medical school. He had a bright future ahead of him as a doctor. He had a beautiful fiance that he was about to start a new life with. The gambling addiction coupled with the stress of having student loan debt were only indications that the golden boy had any problems. He was apparently living off credit cards and trying to maintain his high lifestyle that way. And I can imagine, you know, one, he may not have had to lift a finger too much as a kid. Uh, he seemed like he had a pretty good, you know, child life besides his parents divorcing and things, but they were remarried and they seemed to be doing well and he's met this girl and you want to impress this girl, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and you want to seem like you're doing well, I'm going to be a doctor. You know, if you're thinking, like, I'm about to be a medical doctor, you think you have your crap together, right? Yeah. So you want to have this facade of that. Just
0: like everything in life, you start at the bottom and you build your way up. Like, just to jump into trying to finance a a lavish lifestyle that you might have. Mm -hmm. I mean, who's to say you're a good doctor? You don't know what your future actually holds. So you should probably be smart and not jump the gun and try and live outside of your means. But he was totally there. He was.
1: So, the reality was that Philip had a sick mind. A year prior to the robberies that led to murder, Philip had started using Craigslist to solicit sex outside of his relationship. Hmm. Uh, the messages revealed a completely different side of Philip Markoff. I tried to find some of the ads that he was accessing on the uh, erotic services section of Craigslist. The title was changed to adult services, but Craigslist took down that entire section in 2010.
0: So you couldn't find anything?
1: Couldn't find nothing. That's Not Nada.
0: I'd like to see some of these ads. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well Yeah, two, sure. you wonder how many how much sex, you know, solicited did he do and how many relationships were there out there? I mean, it just doesn't really talk about No, it really
0: just no, it really just talks about his week long crime spree, but Mm -hmm. I read in one of the articles, and you might have read it too, I don't know what you've got coming up, so if I ruin anything, I I apologize, but I read in one of the articles that he had, like a whole year before the actual killings, he had been soliciting sex online. Wow. But not just with women, I was reading it was like transvestite, BDSM sites, all kinds of weird craziness.
1: And maybe was he did he rob anybody before that and it didn't really come out because maybe what they were, who they were, they were, um,
0: in the closet,
1: in the closet and ashamed, uh, which they shouldn't have been, you know, if you're robbed, you're robbed, but, right. But, or they just didn't want other people knowing what had happened. Like they were, maybe they were married. Right. Know, so you don't know the circumstances, I'm just, just but curiosity. I
0: am willing to bet that yes, there were other victims that were unreported, um, from those. Maybe encounter. not,
1: maybe not murdered, but at least robbed.
0: Oh, definitely not. As far as we know, he murdered one person, but um, like robbed at the very least, robbed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I would, I would say there are others.
1: Yeah, I think so. So on April 10, 2009, 29 thousand nine, twenty-nine-year-old Trisha Leffler, an escort who had posted an ad on Craigslist, was found in a Weston hotel. She was gagged, bound, and robbed at gunpoint by a man who had responded to the ad. Four days later, Julia Brisman was found in the doorway at her Marriott hotel room, beaten. Julissa. Julissa? Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, Julissa. Sorry about that, folks. At the Marriott hotel room, beaten and with several gunshot wounds. She seemed to have been fighting off her attacker when she was shot several times. She was transported to Boston Medical Center, where she died from her injuries. Police noted that it appeared her attacker had begun to rob her by zip tying her hands. And she fought against the zip ties that bound her. Jalissa had placed an ad on Craigslist offering erotic massage services. And she had set up a meeting with a client named Andy. So that was his, his Was that what did they the say that was
0: his like mm-hmm. alien that name. he used? Mm-hmm. Oh.
1: In that hotel room, uh, where she was found dead, police believed the same man who attacked both these women were also linked to an attempted robbery of a woman named Cynthia Melton. So uh, she was an exotic dancer who was offering lap dance services. Philip had arranged to meet her at a Holiday Inn hotel in Rhode Island through the usage of a track phone, the uh, cell phone.
0: I wonder how they know that he was using a track phone, cell phone though.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, maybe he told them. I don't know. I, I, in an when they were interviewing that, and doing the interrogation. Because you can't. Or they them? found it. They found oh, okay, the track Oh, yeah, home. they could have... I, I, okay, they could have found it, but...
1: I think they did find a lot of his stuff here as I kind oh, of okay. go through here. Sorry, I'm jumping he, ahead.
0: I'm just thinking. I
1: don't know. If you I have only a, read a little bit If you're bit secretive about, it, about but... what you're doing as far as Craigslist, killing, robbing, murdering, trying to, you know, get, knock your socks off with some sexual uh, favors or what have you, but then also recoup money you've lost... Yeah. Um, you think you would, like, put all this stuff in a place where people wouldn't know where it's at, to a degree? That's
0: true. Did he not? <laughs> okay, not really. I not not really. <laughs> I
1: don't think, but you, I don't know. Anyway. So, in April uh, of 2009, Boston police were investigating two separate attacks on women who had advertised erotic services online, and they had agreed to meet their client at a luxury hotel until the police linked the third case. They linked them through the similarities of the incident, such as the motive appeared to be robbery, the attacks were on women offering sexual services, the dates were close together, and the women had been found with plastic cords. With the use of the security camera footage and electronic evidence, police were able to determine the suspect was a young, blonde, clean-cut man approximately six feet tall.
0: You would think that if you're going to rob someone in a hotel... That you would do something to change your appearance slightly so that you weren't recognizable on surveillance. I mean, everyone has CCTV nowadays.
1: Yeah. Well, <laughs> even, the, you know, like the simple, the ball cap, and the, maybe like reading glasses you wear, or just changing small little things out of well, the minimal. I think,
0: I think he did wear a ball cap, but they were still able to see. To see him. Like, yeah. enough of well, him to get a good and these description. These cameras
1: are getting better and better.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, some of these electronic evidence was, was an email that had been sent to Julissa, uh, the murder victim. In response to her Craigslist ad, and this electronic trail led police to Philip Markoff's Boston apartment. Police followed Philip for several days, and they and finally on April twentieth, two thousand nine, they pulled him over while he was driving to a casino with his fiancee Megan and several thousand dollars in the car. He so, was
0: hold on. Uh-huh. So he was driving to a casino. When the police pulled him over and he had several thousand dollars in uh-huh. the car?
1: with with the fiancé. Is
0: it the and money I don't know. he
1: And Probably, could have been. Mm-hmm. It's a good idea. I don't know if uh, it was his, it was Megan. some of Megan's money, it was... Well, Megan brother's. didn't work either, did she? I don't, I don't think don't she know. worked
0: either. I think they were both... She was just planning the wedding and living off of him and yeah. his didn't loan. Uh,
1: yeah. I
0: think. If I read that right, I could be wrong.
1: No, yeah. Uh, he was accused of murder, armed robbery, and kidnapping, and the crazy thing is that he had no previous record. So he was clean, at, you know, and just, I, he found himself just in a you. bad, bad place.
0: Yes, I bet you, like, here's this guy stressed out, medical school I hear is extremely stressful anyway, but then you also have a gambling addiction, clearly, and you have no income, not mm-hmm. no real income. And you're still trying to live a high life. You're probably freaking out and trying to figure out a way out of it. Mm-hmm. So what do you do? You resort to stealing from and people. People
1: will do some extreme things. You but, know, and then when you've never had that before, like you've lived like through, like I said, through school and everything seemed to be, things are done for you, right? Parents right. pay for stuff. And then now you're on the hook.
0: Right. And and now you're also just like, oh, look how much money do you steal? Like you obviously have. Sexual fetishes. You're mm-hmm. you're hooking up with people and doing some weird stuff off Craigslist for crying out loud, and you're hiding it from your fiance. So maybe you're seeing that these escorts are making good money, and you're like, hmm, I'll just steal their money. You know, whenever I set up an appointment instead yeah. of instead of I don't know, become an escort yourself and earn that money. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like you're into this, so just list your own weird stuff and make yeah. up some crap to your girl and go. Make some money that way. I don't know. Like, I'm not promoting that, but it's better than killing someone and robbing someone, go earn it. For sure. I don't, okay, anyway, sorry. I totally got sidetracked
1: on that. <laughs> to go from perfectly compliant law-abiding system to armed robber, uh, murderer, overnight is very strange, uh, to say the least. <laughs> While being interviewed, police found that he was wearing the shoes that he had worn uh, when he killed Jalissa Brisman. Her blood was spattered on them. I mean, that's oh what I'm. God. That's what I'm talking about. Like, get rid of things. Move. Like, store stuff. Throw away.
0: Well, he obviously didn't plan to kill her. I'm thinking he didn't. I mean, it yeah. was obviously a quick decision. Mm-hmm. But then you have to ask yourself, like, did he have any remorse?
1: Yeah, I don't know. He's pretty narcissistic type, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, during the search of Phillips' apartment, police found a gun containing bullets that matched the ones found with the murder victim. The gun was found in a hollowed-out Grey's Anatomy book. They also found plastic zip ties, duct tape, and a laptop that had uh, emails to Jalissa. Several track phones. track phones. Oh, okay. So they
0: found some. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: And several pairs of stolen women's underwear, two that belonged to Trisha Leffler. The underwear were found in rolled-up socks stuffed under their, uh, the couple's mattress. And because they found some underwear that couldn't be linked to any of the victims' police, they wonder if there were other victims that were never reported or discovered. And that's why Oh, I well, say, that
0: kind of goes back to what we were just yeah, talking about. yeah. there had to have been other
1: victims then. Like, well, why
0: else are you going to have this random women's underwear?
1: Then it, you know, he has already been soliciting and doing these things, it said previously. But as we learn through murderers, it's, it's a it's a build-up. You know, right. It's a build-up of confidence. Some of them might go right out and just kill somebody. Maybe they just do that. But some of them start with, you know, okay, some kind of sexual addictions, and they start with rape, and then they kill. It just progresses, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true. But he was robbing mm-hmm. most of these women. Mm-hmm. Just straight-up robbery. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I, I mean, there's no excuse for no. or whatever, and I'm not no, no. trying to make excuses for him. Like, again, there are other options he could have. He could have become an escort himself. There are people out there, male escorts, yeah. you know. So he could have chose any other route than what he did, but.
1: Yeah, there's something there's always, or, you know, what's the noble things to do to try to figure it out. Right. You know, get things together. And, and I don't know, his fiance, Megan, you know, she's putting her life on hold, I plan the wedding, but um, sometimes it's coming clean. Like, I've got a problem with gambling. I've got a problem with the money the this is where we're at and she might she may leave him maybe well, but what she could work you know exactly get, she could that's get what a i was job. about to say but then if she, if that's you know, on if, her then that's if, that
0: selfish bitch who just needs to go because if if you can't open up to your significant other about your issues and actually say hey i have a problem here and i need you to you to help me somehow or right. help us somehow and if that person judged you and they leave you or whatever, then you were not meant to be with them. That's it, plain and simple. You need to let it go. And not to
1: make her have to work just to pay all his, you know, but, you know, that's unfair. But at the same time, but if he's going to be a doctor and said, I'm going to get my crap together, I need your help, but I need you, can you help me by, one, by working, two, I need to go get some help. Exactly, that's what I was about to say.
0: Like, it wouldn't be all it's on, on her. not on her. No, no, no. No, not by any means. But, yes, she could help him by getting a job to help pay off some of the debts. And then he could help himself by getting some actual therapy. Therapy help. Yes, because they do have gambling addiction anonymous things, right. you know. Like, you can actually go. I don't know what they're called. But you can go and get help. Well, Find other
1: ways to let off steam. I mean, because it is stressful, like you said, for the pre-med and all the the, the classes, the studying, tons of homework, studying, studying, studying. It's I mean, hours not that upon I've hours. But I've heard school, and seen, but yeah. you know, that it, it's, 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 uh, it's, it's a lot. So using this evidence, uh, Philip was charged with murder. He pled not guilty and his trial was postponed until March of 2011. Uh, there was speculation that Philip was robbing these women to pay off gambling debts, but it's just a speculation.
0: I think it's a good speculation.
1: <laughs> Probably. Uh, Things in the story took a weird twist when NBC News reported that Philip answered another Craigslist ad of a man seeking a transsexual hookup, and he had included photos of himself. The man had uh, contacted Boston police after he compared the photos from his computer to the news photos, but the two never met.
0: So So they they didn't meet up, but...
1: There was exchanges, I would say. Probably I email, obviously. A, a start obviously, of, because we started an exchange of, of things, but nothing could you know conspire transpired. Mm. Um, so at Phil, at first, Philip's fiance Megan stayed by his side, believing he was innocent. A couple months later, she broke it off uh, with him after a visit to in jail. While in jail, Philip had it rough and he attempted suicide several times until August 15, 2010, when he successfully committed suicide. He was found in his jail cell exactly one year and one day from his planned wedding date. He had reportedly created a razor from a metal disc in his jail cell that covered an outlet and used it to make a ship razor or to slash his major arteries in ankles, legs, and neck. And then he also he shoved toilet paper into his throat so he couldn't be uh, revived he put a plastic bag around his head. That is just insane.
0: Mm-hmm. So he's how do sure. you how do you do this to yourself? Uh, I mean, yeah. I, you're a medical student, so you know where your major arteries are, and you know how to how to do, like you would uh-huh. know the right way to do it uh-huh. if you mean business. And obviously he did, but um, shoving toilet paper down your throat yeah. so you can't be resuscitated, yeah. and tying a plastic bag around your head. Uh-huh. First off, where did you get the plastic?
1: Uh-huh but, you know, they grab little things here and there. They're out there doing their work details and stuff like that. Wow. So he covered himself from head to toe in a blanket while laying in his bed, and before he died, he wrote his fiance's name, Megan, on the wall in blood and had photos of her placed throughout his cell. Wow.
0: Wow. Yeah.
1: So due to his suicide on September 16, 2010, the prosecutors filed a no is it nole, nole, proske, motion? I
0: have no idea. I don't know how you say it. Nole in- Prosecke? Yeah. It's I don't know.
1: N-O-L-L-E, N- <laughs> N- and then it's P-R-O-S-E-Q-U-I motion. But, um, and this is what I was talking about at the very beginning, you know, things that you learn. Right, you know, right. Um, I don't know how to pronounce the- that. I'm
0: sure it's Latin, but.
1: Right. <laughs> uh, which is a legal term, meaning they can't. They can proceed no further, and they drop the charges. Is, is what that motion is.
0: Even though they had evidence against even them, convict victims.
1: Even though they have evidence, but now that they're dead, They can't do anything. Yeah, that's, wow. what are we going to do? So on March thirty first, twenty eleven, the DA released all the evidence they had against Philip, and it was damning. This is also this is also included the interview the detectives had with Philip the day they arrested him, and he can be heard denying any knowledge of the crimes. His suicide also meant that not only did Philip murder someone taking her away from her family, he also made sure her family would never have a chance to seek that justice. And he was a definition of a coward. Wow. I
0: yeah. I agree. Like, how are you not gonna, Like, you You were okay with doing this stuff, robbing, mm-hmm. murdering, and then you just go and you just off yourself? Yeah. You're... You're... Yeah. Well, he was always... You're he, a little coward. He was
1: always... It, I wouldn't say it's the easy way out. It's a stressful and scary way. The things he was doing, um, but he was seeking any way means out of any that he can get himself out of any. He
0: didn't want to be held. He responsible. did not want to be
1: responsible and just take it on in, in the right way. He wanted to just buck the buck the system easy. Yeah, that's- easy yeah, path. You're I right. guess I, if I that makes sense.
0: the coward. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, that's it for the Craigslist killer, um, Philip Markoff. There were several other killers uh, that used Craigslist to lure their victims. Uh, sorry if I get these names a little bit wrong, but there was a John uh, Kitas, or Katis, uh, John Stephen Burgess, Karina Roberts, Tammy LaFave, Tao Jing, Brandon Kent, and just many, many more that are out there that you yeah, can find. There's like you can a find. list of
0: 80 or something. There, there's, a, there's a huge list here on, online, and I'll, I'll post it on our website.
1: So both men and women have used Craigslist to lure victims. So just like I, or just like my wife said at the beginning, I mean she gave you some rules out there. You know, follow, <laughs> follow those the rules. rules. <laughs> don't, don't don't go alone. You know, meet people in public places when you're doing these. You know, money exchanges to, to, to get the goods. Um, and be cautious of everyone. Yeah. Uh, question everything. Don't
0: watch your back. Watch your own back. Like you have, you can't trust anybody you don't know.
1: Right. It, I mean, it's just, sad, but you can't. Yeah, and we want to be trusting, and it's just so sad that we that we we just need to be. You got to be precautious. You got to be yeah. thinking about the. We live in a world hope for the best, ex, or ex, sometimes it's I expect the worst, hope for the best kind of right. mentality, I guess. But so we
0: live in a world where people it's like no holds barred anymore. Like people think they can do whatever the hell they want to do, whenever they want to do it, and to whoever they want to do it. So, who's going to protect you yourself? You, you yeah. You have to be your own protector. Mm-hmm. And that's just the bottom line. For sure. So, with that being said, you guys, we hope you enjoyed this week's podcast. Please go check us out on our website at wickedness, true crime and the unknown.com where we will link all of our sources to this site, and I'll add the ones for the additional Craigslist killers. Um, check us out on Instagram at wickedness, true crime. Also on Anchor at anchor.fn slash wickedness where you can also support us if you feel like lending your support. We appreciate you guys listening and we've we've noticed our listenership ship is growing, which is so cool. I'm glad we're getting more listeners. It's kind of intimidating, but it's awesome. So we're always trying to improve. If you have any suggestions, please go to our website and send us an email. There's actually a link in there where you can email us directly and it'll come to come to us and we can respond to you. Uh just try to keep it constructive, be nice. Because we know we're a work in progress still. Um, it, just just be kind. Don't make me cry. Okay?
1: And don't help make sense. yourself become like a true crime victim. You know, if you're mean, <laughs> we might be planning things. No, no. No, I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> we would never do that. So anyway, help us bring you the content you want to hear, though. Tell us some stories. Send us whatever you want to. Like, not just your, your constructive feedback or whatever. But if you've got some crazy stories, share them. We'd love to hear them. Or if you've got anything that... Happened in your hometown that's not really oh, that a widely awesome. known yeah, yeah right That'd I just be thought good. about that That'd like, be great. if it's not a widely known case and, and you, you never hear it on any of the podcasts or anything like that but you'd like someone to cover it send us that information I would be glad to research it and see what we can come up with um, and I'll definitely give you a shout out too if you, if you oh, give us sure. a suggestion like that so uh, that's it for today and I guess we'll talk to you again next week until then enjoy your week Bye.